Connect's Jonathan Yunus wrote a nice piece about the recent backlash to cloud computing. His conclusion is that, even with the problems experienced by cloud-based vendors, like Amazon's web services outage, the cloud is still the way forward. He's right. I should know. I'm the kind of guy who hates change. Who drives the same car for years. Who pretty much knows what I'll be eating each day for lunch the upcoming week. But even I have to admit that cloud computing is still the way forward. I have to. Cloud computing is already turning my technology business completely upside down. In fact, it's turning me into someone I never thought I'd be. Up until only a year or so ago, my business was completely different. We sell six different software products and provide services, like training, customization, and support for those products. The software is manufactured by well-known vendors like Microsoft, Intuit, and FrontRange Solutions. Since 1994 my business model has been about the same. I would make a profit from reselling the software. And I would make a profit from our services. We sell to small businesses so a typical sale might be worth $5,000 to $10,000 of software and an equal to triple that amount in services. We go from project to project without any long-term revenue stream. When I'm not watching really scary videos on YouTube, I spend some time reading and paying attention to the cloud. So over the past couple of years, I've been expanding our company's cloud-based options for our clients. Last year we began to offer Zoho's cloud-based CRM service and joined up with a managed services partner, Independence IT, I've written about them before. As a Microsoft Dynamics CRM partner since 2003, we leaped onto their new cloud-based service when it was released this past January 2. I've been waiting for Intuit to see what they do with QuickBooks as a cloud offering. And I've been kicking around reselling NetSuite's products too. To compete in the technology business we've got to offer the best stuff for our clients. And clients are asking for this stuff. But I've learned that offering cloud applications comes with a price. They are turning my business model upside down. I'm no longer selling software. I'm providing long-term service. This is initially bad. But good for me in the long term. Bad, because I'm not immediately banking profits when I close a deal. Up until now I would sell a 10-user goldmine software application for about $8,000 and make a quick profit of about $2,500. I would also sell blocks of time and earn a quick margin on that too. That was good. But the model is changing. I'm morphing into something else. Because if a client decides instead to go with SOO or Dynamics CRM I'm now signing them up to pay from $25.44 per month per user and I get my margin from that. And to entice a prospective client to sign up for the service through my firm rather than directly with the vendor I'm offering up a few free hours of service too. No big bucks up front. Just a lot of sweat and the hope that the customer buys and is happy with the product. And if they are, then they'll keep paying every month. And I'll keep receiving my commission every month. And as long as the product continues to stay good and we continue to provide a good service those checks should keep on coming. Sound familiar? Yes, that's right. I'm becoming an insurance guy. Oh no.
That means that I'm going to have to start wearing suits from Sears. With a blue handkerchief in the outside pocket. I'll have to start wearing a big pinky ring. And a gold watch. I'll need to grow a mustache. And start smoking. Next thing you know I'll be spending hours in someone's kitchen in the Midwest going over forms while both the husband and wife look on worriedly and offer me pieces of pie. I'm not ready for all this. But I'll need to be. Because for my technology business to survive I'm going to have to adapt to the new cloud environment. And some of this is going to be harsh. Because besides adding complexity to the sales process, I have to now discuss these new cloud-based options, and losing those upfront software margins I'm also going to lose another important revenue stream, installation. That's the money I charge for my technicians to travel out to a client's place of business and spend days tinkering and twiddling with the software until it's been configured to work properly on their server and workstations. And the time spent resolving conflicts with other applications and connectivity for remote workers too. Cloud applications solve this issue. There's no local installation. You basically turn on a switch. Sure. There's still some work to do for setting up users, security, rights, and privileges. But it's nowhere near the amount of time as before. And this loss of billable time directly affects my cash flow. It also reduces the revenues we receive from on-site services too. This is where we go to the client's place of business to fix problems, install patches, upgrade systems and perform customizations and training. With a cloud-based application most of these tasks, with the exception of customization and training, are now assumed by the software vendor. Just like when someone buys a life insurance policy the customer service is handled by the home office in Omaha or somewhere like that. Am I happy to become an insurance guy? Am I ready to drive an American-made automobile, chase strippers at nightclubs? and go to sales seminars where I can learn how to be a top producer. I think I am. But not for these reasons. One reason is that I can finally rely on software companies to own their product. When I sell a typical premise-based application, and something goes wrong with the installation, I'm the one on-site at the client taking all the abuse. With a cloud-based app, it's now up to the software vendor to stand by their product. Sure. This lack of control concerns me a little. But I'm relieved to be able to share the burden with the vendor instead of taking all the heat when something goes wrong. But this isn't the biggest thing. The biggest thing is this, if I can navigate my company through these next few years of transition I can finally achieve something that I've always wanted to achieve. No. It's not an all-expenses-paid trip to Vegas for me and the little missus because I beat out Mort Feinberg to be the top sales guy of the year. It's an actual valuation for my business. Because today, my business really isn't worth anything. Sure, I've got 10 people and many hundreds of paying clients. And there's some intangible goodwill for my existing customer list. But we go from project to project. We sell service hours in blocks of time. Our clients are not contractually committed to continuing working with us. There are no long-term contracts. If someone wanted to buy my firm, the only value besides cash and receivables is dot 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 short, balding, paunchy dot 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 me. 
and that's not the very attractive option for anyone. Just ask my wife. But all that can change if I continue to expand my cloud services offerings. Like an insurance guy, I can slowly but surely build a list of clients that are paying monthly fees through my firm for the software they're using. And like an insurance guy, I'm getting my commission checks. As the number of these clients grows so do my monthly checks. MMMM, I can almost taste those early bird specials at a Florida diner when I retire. I can keep collecting those checks or I can sell. And at that point, I should actually have something valuable to sell, a revenue stream. A potential buyer can offer me a price for that revenue stream. And like other companies that get sold based on revenue streams, there's a formula for calculating a sales price which is usually based on a multiple of revenues. I don't have this now. But by selling cloud services I could. So yes, the cloud is turning me into an insurance guy. I'm no longer selling software. I'm selling services. I'm getting less money up front, but more down the line. I'm building a new kind of value for my firm. And this is a good thing for the longer term. Just don't ask me to explain the difference between whole and variable policies. I was never smart enough to understand that. Gene Marks, CPA, is the owner of the Marks Group, which sells customer relationship, service, and financial management tools to small and mid-sized businesses. Marks is the author of four best-selling small business books and writes the popular Penny Pincher's Almanac syndicated column. He frequently speaks to business groups on penny-pinching topics. More penny-pinching advice you can visit www.foodnerdpose.com.